Hello, everybody. Welcome to Read It and Weep. We are the podcast today about crappy Disney Channel movies. Uh, normally, we're about any sort of bad fiction, bad movies, bad television. Uh, we're, we're like the opposite of Snapple. We're made from the worst stuff on Earth. Joining me today are my two great friends. Uh, I have the jock, Chris. Chris, say hello to everybody. Hey, everybody. And, uh, and of course, we also have the skater, Ezra. Ezra, welcome. What up? <laughs> and I'm I'm trying to decide if I'm a cheerleader or a brainiac. There's, I, I haven't gotten there yet. My name is Man, Alex. If you had both, that'd be so good. A cheerleader-iac? Oh. A brain-a-leader? <laughs> I, well, I'm our not main, seeing anything wrong with those. Our main character, although not a cheerleader, certainly was pretty enough to be and was not ugly enough to be in the Math Olympics. Anyway, uh, we're talking today about High School Musical, the best slash worst slash best again musical about high school we've ever seen. Slash Zac Efron watching vehicle. start today by talking, giving a compliment for the movie. We'll end with a compliment on the movie, and then in the middle we can talk as much shit as we want. Make it a compliment sandwich. Who would like to volunteer to begin? You know what? I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll go. So we have our two leads, the male and the female lead, and the secondary characters are these two drama kids who are kind of bitchy and uh, mincy, but they're actually amazing. Uh, they have two dance, uh, song and dance numbers in, in the musical, and both of them are the best thing in the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you which one you preferred? Did you like the like the first one, which was sort of a upbeat tap dancey but forlorn lyrics number about finding each other, or did you yeah. like the "We're successful at life" rumba from the second act? That was my well, favorite. Yeah, the successful at life rumba was truly the best one. Um, <laughs> They they had some good dance moves and you know the this couple in in the story are brother and sister Sharpay and Ryan and uh, the the first one was a little creepy because they're brother and sister yeah and the second one just played it off beautifully so you know do you have any I wanted to talk about this later but we can jump at it now do you have any guesses as to why they were brother and sister because they were as they said the romantic leads of every play and they were doing a series of like we are in love with each other songs. Uh, well, I think sort of well, each other the whole movie, but there was never a reason like, haha, it's funny that they're sister and brother. It just never, it was just, great. yeah. I mean, it's mentioned, you know, in passing dialogue that really Sharpay, the girl is super ambitious and the brother goes along with it and just kind of props her up. And, uh, you know, it's a Disney channel movie. So it's ne- none of the characters think it's weird that their brother and sister are doing all these things, but we get to, which I think is is beautiful. That is so creepy. So, my, yeah, it's so creepy. My theory was they made them brother and sister because it was a Disney Channel movie, and they didn't want to ever have to deal with the question of whether or not they would kiss. Yeah, yeah, never kiss, and also they didn't want to have to deal with drama queen and gay friend. Oh, so. right, right, because there are no gay people in this high school, even in the drama club. Well, no, everyone's well, did you sexless. Know so, everyone's sexless in Albuquerque, which is something <laughs> they've been telling me for a while. <laughs> we should add that to the Wikipedia article today. By the I'm way, I checked the Wikipedia article for High School Musical. Uh, definitely locked. So they saw us coming again. Oh, 
We can't yeah. we can't edit it to tell the world what we really think about it. The next thing we're choosing, we're choosing it based on the fact that it has an open Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> As do you have a compliment? Yeah, actually, I feel like I had a decent number of them this time. It's uh, it's New Year's uh, when uh, our characters uh, Gabriella and Troy meet for the first time, and uh, fireworks go off. And to begin with, we only see like you know, the like you know, sort of like glowy bits on their face. I really thought they were only going to have the reaction shot and work in the spring for any firework uh, effect. <laughs> uh, and but it turns out, yeah, they oh, they actually do have a little bit of CGI there. And I was like, yeah, I was like, and it turns out they didn't spring for fireworks. They didn't <laughs> <spring> for <laughs> fireworks. But they showed something. I was just, I, I thought it was just gonna be like a, you know, like the like glowing faces, and they're like, oh wow, these are the best fireworks ever. Oh man. <laughs> oh. And actually, actually, the computer-generated fireworks that they used were way too big and awesome-looking for a little ski resort. Way too right? good for fireworks in general. Fireworks don't look that good. It's true. Yeah. It, it did Unless look a little bit like. Um, I don't know, like 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 Star Wars, like like the re-released uh, uh, <laughs> trilogy of like you know like Death Star blowing up that kind of stuff. That's like how it looked like the rings and stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, yeah. the only fireworks that I've seen were better were the opening to the 2008 Beijing Olympics, which it turns out were also computer-generated. <laughs> and dis- dis- so, produced also, I think. That was actually the second. I mean, that's like four minutes into the movie, right? Yeah. And that is the yeah. second time in the movie I already re- that I went, wow. This it, they are not even trying to make this look real. <laughs> the, fir- and the, the first time was when they started singing. Like they both they walk up and they're like, "We're little timid people, and we have to sing karaoke." And then the music starts, and then these booming voices come out of them that lip <laughs> synced well and don't sound like them at all. <laughs> Every sound of song sounded extremely, extremely studio done, and they didn't oh, even yeah. bother to try and make it seem natural. No, they don't. Let's just get this out right now. It's a musical that is completely auto-tuned and poorly lip-synced oh, by, by yeah. teenagers. I mean, like, uh, we'll probably play a clip or two of some songs in here, and you'll just know that if you're picturing this in your head, if you haven't seen the movies, the lip-syncing is about half a second off, and there's no way that you can associate that voice with that teeny tiny body you I mean, can't it's, you can't yeah it's so it's so painfully obvious and uh in, in fact i have i want to talk about one of the, the songs again in a minute but first i should give a compliment because i'm hating on stuff already calm down calm down my compliment is i like zeke yeah <laughs> oh zeke was my favorite uh, <laughs> as, do you remember zeke yeah, he, the guy who makes uh makes the pastries and stuff. Zeke likes yeah, to the... likes to bake. So there's a, uh, so I mean the the premise of the movie is that a basketball player decides to sing in a musical, and then the whole school freaks out because everything is upside down day, um, and they do a song about how they should ma- how you need to maintain the status quo, and it's a series of people telling their secrets. And then being told by their cliques to keep that to themselves, they need to maintain the status quo. And they are the lamest secrets I've ever seen in a high school. Yeah, it, it, it's such a Disney set of secrets. It's like, well, I bake, I play cello, I like hip hop dancing, as opposed to a real school where it would be like, I cut myself, I killed my parents' cat, <laughs> I I have sex with children. I don't, like it would be like there are real things that go on in high schools. Was and, was that one of the teachers that said that last one? Is that why? I, I I think that was uh that was the musical lady. Oh. 
the had, theater director. Yeah, she's yeah. annoying. But Zeke, oh my God, Zeke. Zeke is awesome. So Zeke's secret was that he bakes, and at the time I was like, oh, come a- on, that's a secret. And everyone's getting all uptight, like, oh no, you can't bake things. Whereas in the real You're world, a manly if you go, basketball player. In Ugh. the real world, if you say I bake, they go, can I have a cookie? That's how people <laughs> react. No one is like offended that you like to bake, but. He, uh, he gets really excited about how someday he's going to make the perfect creme brulee, which I didn't even know involved baking. So I was impressed. And uh, It's not just that he bakes. It's that he's kind of a, a jock, like bulky looking guy in the standards of the school. And we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but he is so excited. He sells his excitement about baking so well. And he's just a cutie when he talks about it. He is yeah. so cute. Yeah, yeah, he's so cute. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's get on with the show. Can we start with the school? Let's talk about the school. Oh my god. Just okay. reference it. I referenced it. I want to talk about it. It's called East High School. The rivals are West High School because they want this. Disney wants it applicable everywhere. Yes. Uh, <laughs> except where there is no directions. there's all these kids who went to take a left at big rock high school that are like i don't understand (laughs) uh yeah so the the entire city of albuquerque new mexico is laid out on a compass rose and the high schools are east and west high school and east high school is the main one that we follow right and east high school really is a creepy disney cult high school (laughs) yes so chris you you made reference to the bulkiness Tell, tell me about that Okay, so first, um, the I mean, the central plot of this revolves around, uh, you know, uh, like Alex already said, the basket, the star basketball player auditioning for a musical, and everybody thinks that's wackadoo. But he's <laughs> he's he's like five foot six, five foot eight, something he like is. that. He's tiny. And he's tiny, and everybody on the basketball team has also been cast so that he looks normal size. <laughs> so the basketball team, and they're all theater kids. So nobody looks like they could really do a few push-ups or run lines. <laughs> it, it, it really looks like everybody can jeté, but you know, not really, you know, hit the hit a jumper. What I realized about this this whole world that they've they've created is it's basically it's like the 1950s, um, without any like racial tensions or sexism. Yeah, I was gonna say the 1950s, but with black people and other minorities. Right, um, and and women can do things also. Right. Yes. <laughs> so like that's what it is. So it's like this is 1950s basketball we have here, and it's a very sexless 1950s uh, social life as well. <laughs> it, it, that's exactly what it is. Everybody has is very is beautiful and has great teeth, except for the one fat girl. There's there is there's one chubby girl, and that's it. Other than that, even the Brainiacs group is made up of the hottest girls you've ever seen. <laughs> that's true. Across the board, the the hottest fr- and this and. And I made reference to this earlier. So at one point, they do show all of the cliques in the high school. And the cliques you can choose from in this high school are cheerleader, jock, brainiac, skateboarder, drama nerd. Is there? No, there's just one. There's a clique consisting of one girl as the music clique. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't remember who she was hanging out with. I didn't see that. She but seriously, like, I, I've been to high school. I remember the cliques in high school. And I do remember jocks being one. And cheerleaders. Uh, we didn't really have a, bra- uh, a hot Brainiacs click, but I wish we had. Uh, yeah. Because I was so lonely, you know. And, uh, <laughs> click of one. <laughs> hey, um, when we're – I just want to – There's before we get any further, Chad, 
uh, Troy's best friend, the basketball player with huge hair, uh, has this point at um, minute 4435. Um, Chad illustrates the plot in two sentences so concisely and so wonderfully that I think we, we, we have to play it. Okay, here it is. Do you see what's happening here, man? Our team is coming apart because of your singing thing. Even the drama geeks and the brainiacs suddenly think that they can talk to us. Look, the skater dudes are mingling. Yo, yo. Suddenly people think that they can do other stuff. Okay, stuff that's not their stuff. They've got you thinking about show tunes when we've got a playoff game next week. Yeah. Anyway, the, was... very. I mean, the, the the plot was was wonderfully rammed down our throat from like the the first line where mm-hmm. the basketball player is playing against his dad, and his dad goes, "You got to work harder because we got the big game against our crosstown rivals next week." <laughs> yeah, set that one up slowly, Chief. Thank you. Take your time. Don't rush into this. I, I think the um one of the original working titles for this movie was, "Holy crap, people can be good at two things." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i yeah the, i decided I, I actually got really upset for a little while because when the basketball player sings it turns out he sings with the voice of a beautiful studio recording but that <laughs> oh, well, i was gonna say a beautiful girl because that's also pretty true oh. <laughs> but those when he started singing i was like i i imagine immediately jumped back to my high school years and thought if the star basketball player was also the best singer in the school, I'd drop out. <laughs> I, was, I was like, the fact that you can be that good at two things really upsets me. There's, I mean, he's taken enough of this school's glory already. Don't be greedy. Yeah, back off, buddy. <laughs> Moving on. Why haven't these kids fucked yet? They do in their own time. <laughs> no, because I was re- the Wikipedia article says they share their first kiss at the end of the second movie. Really? At the end of the second movie? Yeah. No, they almost kiss like at the end of the bas- of the championship game, yeah. which the good guys win and, and the guys wearing blue are defeated handily. Um, but I, I really, it took them that long. Even that's, if that was real time, I don't buy that another two hours could go by with them not touching each other. No, and and then they, they you know they went out afterwards. They're like, oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Are weekend, they still together? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, no. And then, she just got in trouble like a month ago for sending another set of nude pictures of herself to Zac Efron. More of them. Yeah, and they're all over the internet. Yeah. Are they really? Yeah. <laughs> Can we look right now? Yeah, if you want. Okay, what's her name? Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. H U D G E N S. Um. Yeah. So I mean, it, it they. It's totally chased at this movie, but Chad and Taylor, the two black kids who pair off because uh, heaven forfend an interracial um, go to an after party together where we can only assume they they jive and dance to pop beats until they both decide they want to kiss, but we'll wait until the end of next summer. Well, so so here's the thing, right? Uh, because. Uh... Uh, Kristen Stewart and uh, what, Robert Pattinson. Um, sure, they're they're also together, right? They're they're engaged now. Um, the the Twilight kids. Um, they're engaged. That's what I remember reading on the, the tabloids. Uh, wow. Yeah, I I can't imagine any quality of either of those two people that would make me want to engage either one of them. 
in anything. In anything. Um, <laughs> at, at tetherball, I would not want to play either of them. <laughs> so. But no, I mean, the question is, who is the better couple? Well, uh, I'm going to go with the high school musical kids. I, I agree also. Um, yeah. Because uh, you know, British guy is the worst person in the world. That's right. And so as long as neither of the two people are the worst person in the world, they yes. win. Right? So, yeah. Alex is really quiet. I think Alex is so searching for It for doesn't look that photoshopped. <laughs> no, it's not. I love this picture of her naked because it's covered with little Mickey Mouse heads for the censored bars. <laughs> Oh, ridiculous. Awesome. Mucho gusto. It is time for yet another edition of Lightning Bonus Round. Lightning Bonus Round. Lightning Bonus Round. I'll, I'll go first. In the uh, stick to the status quo uh, scene, there's uh, the, the skater guy who plays the cello and... Um, he was like, I play the cello. And the guy, you know, one of his friends is like, what's that? And he minds playing the cello. And the friend's like, a saw? <laughs> yeah. You know, very much what a cello looks like, I, I now realize. It is very much yeah. like. I hope that was improvised. I hope that that skater guy was smart. No, and then right after that, he's like, do you have to wear a costume? And the cellist guy goes, coat and a tie. Which, <laughs> yet again, is... Uh, you know, spreading the stereotype that stringed instruments require a coat and a tie. Every <laughs> cellist I know has played nude. <laughs> Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Okay, really quick. She's still naked. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. <laughs> Lightning bonus round. <laughs> okay, so at 26 minutes, Troy uh, is sneaking through the entire school to uh, during free period to avoid a basketball workout in favor for musical auditions. And he sneaks through. Do you mean the one place to avoid around... a basketball practice? <laughs> oh, he sneaks through all these places, um, and kind of you know with cheesy teenage surreptitiousness. But he sneaks through an auto shop, and the worst part about it is that the auto shop teacher has no lines. He just stares and is wearing a jumpsuit. And I want to know why the vocational classes don't get respect in this movie. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> They provide important life skills. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Speaking of big head friend Chad, he is not a huge presence. I mean, he he's a he's a jock character, and his role is to be the dumb jock. But his hair's role is to dominate the screen. <laughs> his hair is so big and so useless. It but dominates it all over everything. Yeah, it's like he doesn't have an afro because his hair is a little bit too straight. It's just got a lot of curl and goes out. And it's wonderful. I mean, I kept, I, again, hyper-realism, Alex. I kept assuming, like, I kept thinking, like, wow, he's got to wear a huge headband when he plays basketball. He yeah. might have to wear two headbands. Yeah. Two headbands are expensive. What if his parents are poor? I, I guess I'm boring when I'm watching movies. Yeah, right? You're like, I want this to be more real. These these people, they're on TV. <laughs> <laughs> they should really be next to me. That People aren't actually in TVs. <laughs> Why are they only? Why are they never talking over each other? How come they like take turns speaking? This is totally unrealistic. <laughs> uh, what's up with these flying credits at the end of a movie? Yeah, why is this text? I never me? see those in real life. <laughs> Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus. Round. Okay, for a movie that is actually a musical, 
and is about people being in a musical, they sure do hate actors. <laughs> the drama girl and guy are the, and and teacher are the only three even remotely bad people in the whole movie. They are they're totally evil and lame and stupid and annoying. And they're also the only people portraying what everybody cast in this movie genuinely is. <laughs> there was a I think um, a little bit of irony there. <laughs> it, it, it might have been lost on everyone in it. <laughs> well, I kept thinking like with with the main girl, I was like the thing is, you probably were this girl in high school. This is this is you don't understand that you're playing you. This is a sad existence you have. I'd like to think that she does understand she's playing her, and it's like oh, Sharpay, the main drama girl. Yeah, which which one are you talking? About? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. That Sharpay understands that she like that, that Ashley Tisdale understands she's actually just playing herself. I wanted her to, like partway through the movie. I wanted her to like go, oh wow. I was such a bitch to everybody I knew in high school. I gotta go make some apologies and then disappear <laughs> off the set. <laughs> and then get recast by like a, a blonde mop. Yeah. Lightning bonus round. Lightning, Lightning bonus, bonus round. round. Speaking of mops, when Zach Efron is running through the screen, <laughs> then he, he hides behind a little mop and a janitor cart while at auditions so we can watch auditions without being seen. And then Gabriella comes up and she's like, Why are you hiding behind that mop? And you know what I was thinking? I was thinking, Zach Efron, you're hiding behind that hair. Cut it away so we can see those eyes. So when they're like, they spell out like Go Drama Club. Yes. Um, Go Drama Club. Right. And they have like a little bit too many people for, for the number of letters. Yeah. And everybody's so, revealing. The basketball team is standing in like three tiers and they're opening their jackets and there's a letter on each shirt and it says G O D R A M A C L U B! Exclamation point. It's it's really great. And he also sounds so dorky and dweeby that I feel like that's the real Zac Efron that shone through for about a second. And then the really polished Zac Efron was the rest. But that, that's just me. That's just me. I think I know the real Zac Efron. So. <laughs> Behind the hair. Behind the hair and the eyes and the perfect bone structure and the swishy dance moves. Hey, hey Chris, um, do you want to have sex with Zac Efron? Well, it's my understanding that in this movie, Zac Efron was played by a hot girl. So, <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> so, yeah, I've got a person inside me, ZD Afron. <laughs> um, yeah, there were parts of which Zac Efron looked uh, ridiculously girly. You have said so. several things though that are like that really make it sound like you want to. Just lay Zac Efron down in a bed and do him slowly. That's right. <laughs> Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus Lightning round. Bonus round. <laughs> when uh, when Miss Darbus, the uh, theater teacher, is talking to Zach's dad, the basketball coach, in his office, she has this great line where she goes, "I will not allow the Twinkle Town musical to be made into a farce." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if there was a self-aware line in this movie, I think it'd be that. Um, <laughs> Was I the only one who found their relationship to be based on sexual tension? <laughs> one of the deleted scenes, I guess, was uh, showing Troy's dad having sex with like Gabriella's mom, and then also Mrs. Darvis. <laughs> it pulls back, and Miss Darvis is watching and going, "This is the true expression of an actor." <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how Disney thought that was a bad idea to include in a G-rated musical, but <laughs> well, no, I mean they cut it, so obviously they knew it was wrong. But uh, on the on the extended encore edition DVD, <laughs> they thought it was okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> the bonus materials on this DVD have not been rated. <laughs> um, Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. There's a there's one moment where where Chad is talking to to Troy about whether he wants to be on a on a Wheaties box or <laughs> um, inside of uh, his mom's fridge. Yeah, let's 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 play uh, the clip of that. Have you ever seen Michael Crawford on a cereal box? Who's Michael Crawford? Exactly my point. He was the Phantom of the Opera on Broadway. Now my mom, she's seen that musical 27 times and she put Michael Crawford's picture in our refrigerator. Yeah, not on it, in it. So my point is if you play basketball, you're gonna end up on the cereal box. If you sing in musicals, you're gonna end up in my mom's refrigerator. Why would she put his picture in her refrigerator? One of her crazy diet ideas. Look, I, I don't attempt to understand the female mind, Troy. What, what I like about that so much is that it it accurately uh, anticipates Zac Efron's cougar appeal, <laughs> <laughs> and like the, the, the guys were like, I think the, the writers of the script was like, man, this kid will appeal to forty year old women. All the um, all the moms who are watching this with their elementary schoolers are gonna really want to pull back his hair and lay down on a bed and make love to him slowly, like oh, Chris. <laughs> Chris is a cougar. Wait. He's a him? <laughs> <laughs> Chris the Cougar. Lightning bonus round. Light- lightning Man, bonus round. Can I just say, this is the slowest moving lightning I've ever seen. Hey, can we <laughs> on every lightning bonus round. Uh, <laughs> lightning <yeah>. bonus round. <laughs> um, this is lethargic bonus round. <laughs> at minute 54, there's the punchline to one of my favorite jokes, actually. Like a visual gag. I don't think they realized it. But, um... Accidentally, by by tripping, Gabriella spills uh, her her lunch, which is uh, chips and cheese. <laughs> she spills it on um, on the chest of uh, of Sharpay, the the evil bitch. And it's 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 the punchline to one of my my favorite jokes because it's um, what do you call boobs that don't belong to you? Nacho boobs. Nacho boobs. <laughs> I like how Disney anticipated your humor. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that was for me. Somebody's <laughs> going to make a nacho boob joke. <laughs> Do it. Um, anyway. Yeah, I like how in order to set this whole bit up for us, you had to refer to it as eating a pile of chips and cheese. Right, because you ruined it, right? <laughs> yeah. Lightning bonus round. Lightning, Lightning bonus, bonus round. All right, it's time for the other half of our compliment sandwich, as promised earlier. Uh, I'm going to go first, because I'm standing here. Um, so the for a musical about a musical, we only see two actual numbers from the musical, and we only see the audition process. We don't actually see any of the process of working on the musical or actually seeing it staged. And I think that was a very good decision on the part of the movie-making team. Agreed. Because the rehearsal process and the actual musical, there's no way that would have been entertaining to watch. Yeah, That's it's really true. true. It's really been done, this uh, play within a play kind yeah. of thing. But um, it hasn't been done, the, the play without a play. <laughs> <laughs> the musical without a musical. Yeah, right? So it's... it's uh, and saves on production costs. Absolutely. And to just have like all the extras just be like, you know... 
just have to be in an audience now uh, <laughs> for the final scene. That was uh, it's a pretty easy way to do it. Yeah, especially when you have invisible backing bands to provide <laughs> a drum beat to a song that should ostensibly only have a piano. Yeah. <laughs> really, really good. <laughs> well, oh, man. Okay, so I, I've got mine. Um, I There were two moments in this, in this mo- movie musical where I was absolutely elated, where I was jazzed and could not be more excited. And those two moments were when it was obvious that we had just missed a commercial break. <laughs> this is still my favorite thing. It's when you're watching it and you don't have to watch the commercials. I still get so excited. <laughs> two points where it was just kind of a slam cut that was way like it was clear that they were just fading in from a you know Disney Channel commercial, and I was just like, "Yes, this is the best!" And I got so freaking excited. You guys don't even know. Next time I know that you're watching a made-for-TV movie on DVD or something, I'm going to call you and pitch you products just in the middle of it. <laughs> oh, hey, Chris, how's it going? Oh, it's Alex. I just wanted to let you know that uh, there's this new toothpaste from Crest that you can carry with you. It's really useful. You should totally try it sometime. Talk to you later. <laughs> and I would have been like, oh. Oh, thanks, buddy. Oh, oh, wait, now my movie's ruined. Oh, no, but yeah, I actually, like, I giggled, and I jumped up in my chair just a little bit each time because I got way excited. Yes, what do you got? Okay, my 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 compliment is about the extras. I think um, so. In the in the scene, the karaoke scene, the beginning of the movie, there are a whole bunch of extras. They're sort of like you know going around just kind of partying. And there's one guy who has this ridiculously huge um, giant foam cowboy hat. Yeah, that's right. Another guy has um, some Viking uh, horns on him. <laughs> Yes. Um, <laughs> they didn't mention this explicitly, but they were attending a wacky hat party. <laughs> wacky yeah. hat. Well, the um, only two people who don't have wacky hats on are uh, Troy and Gabriella. Right. And it's, like fight, got... it's like Fight Club, right? If, like, if you don't have a wacky hat on, you have to sing. <laughs> if this is your first time at wacky hat party, you have to sing. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We've got uh, a brand new episode coming at you next week. If all goes well, we are going to be reading the new effort from Dan Brown. Wait, is, this, <laughs> is this his junior effort? No, it's his fifth book. Oh, so. wow, okay. It's his super senior effort. <laughs> at one point in the in the movie, uh, the drama girl, uh, Sharpie, she says, uh, um, she goes, I have starred in every one of 17 productions. And I was thinking, like, even if even if they did four a year, that would still make her a fifth-year senior. <laughs> Unless she's, this... like, counting on her resume elementary school plays. And really, that's pretty lame. <laughs> that is pretty lame. Anyway, uh, I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start putting on resumes, uh, like, middle school and elementary school productions. I was in the yeah. Thanksgiving play at Alice Taylor Elementary School. Second turkey. Second turkey. <laughs> I made my own costume. I was also one of the costume designers. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. Hopefully you'll join us for the new Dan Brown book next week or not. This is Lost Symbol. The lost that Symbol. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's coming out in just a couple of days, so we'll be one of the first to pick it up, listen to it, and rip on it. So you can, you'll find a link to that on our website, read-leaf.com. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for being here, Jock Chris. Yeah, no problem. Don't be afraid to be shoot the outside, Jay Alex. I will. Thank you. And uh, Skater Boy Ezra. 
I play a cello. <laughs> I am uh, I am gorgeous and freakishly intelligent, Alex. I will see you next week. Thanks again for listening. Check us out on the web, read-weep.com. Give us feedback there. You can also give us feedback on the iTunes store. We love that. And we love email, podcasts at read-weep.com.